Kate Ryan. The airport's authority gets the green light for more money for phase two of the Silver Line project. What's next? I'm Annalisa Gale. Keeping your car road ready on sweltering streets. I'm Liz Anderson. We're an hour away from another January 6th House Committee primetime hearing. We'll talk to ABC political director Rick Klein at 710, 7 o'clock. President Biden has COVID-19. I've been double vaccinated, double boosted. Symptoms are mild. Primetime January 6th House hearing focus. Dereliction of duty by Trump during the riot. More than half of the U.S. is broiling. I get really super uncomfortable and I sweat a lot. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden is quarantining after testing positive for COVID-19. CBS's Steve Dorsey at the White House. White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha told reporters he's optimistic about the president's recovery. He sounded great. I asked him, you know, Mr. President, how are you feeling? He said, I'm feeling fine. The president complained about a runny nose, fatigue, and a dry cough. He doesn't have a fever. Mr. Biden is vaccinated and double boosted. He's also now taking the antiviral drug Paxlovid. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says he continues to work while isolating. The president will continue to work from the residence. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, the White House. And in a video message, Mr. Biden says he is doing well. The January 6th House Committee returns to prime time tonight. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports. The panel says it's focusing on what it characterizes as Trump's dereliction of duty. What he did and and what he didn't do during the three hours in which rioters were ransacking the Capitol. Pete Aguilar of California is a member of the committee. There's still more of the story to tell. What was the president's response? Two former Trump White House staffers will be witnesses. Matt Pottinger, Deputy National Security Advisor. Sarah Matthews, Deputy White House Press Secretary. And we expect outtakes of a January 7th recorded speech from Trump who'd been urged to denounce the violence. Scott McFarland, CBS News, Capitol Hill. The Supreme Court won't just yet let the Biden administration administration reinstate limits on immigration and customs enforcement arrests. Under the policy, deportation agents would be allowed to prioritize the deportation of people in the country illegally who pose the greatest public safety risk. The high court has decided to hear the merits of the challenge, setting up oral arguments on the U.S. versus Texas case during its December session. Heat advisories are posted across the lower Midwest, the Deep South, and much of the East Coast. In Texas... I mean, you're over 100 degrees constantly every day, so it is hotter than normal. Reporter Chris Fox in Austin. Extreme heat has led to severe drought conditions statewide. Water restrictions have been enacted. Texans are also being asked to turn up their thermostats to preserve the state's power grid. The National Weather Service says record-breaking heat is expected over the Northeast this weekend. On Wall Street today, stocks closed up. The Dow and the Nasdaq hit 162 points up. S&P 500 was up 39 points. Now this. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. 703 here on WTOP, Thursday evening, July 21st, 2022. Manassas at 89 degrees, down to the 70s in a few spots. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A man who was found not guilty by reason of insanity in the shooting of an Alexandria police officer in 2013 has been sentenced for setting fire to his therapist's home. 
WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports. Here in Prince William County Circuit Court, Kashif Bashir was sentenced to life in prison for arson. Prosecutors said he set fire to his therapist's home as revenge for those who rejected his affections during the course of his treatment. Several who treated Bashir said they feared for their families' lives. The last witness was Officer Peter LeBoy. Bashir bought two guns illegally after being ruled insane in LeBoy's shooting. LeBoy told the judge there's there's no guarantee he won't do it again. The judge agreed and sentenced Bashir to life in prison. In Prince William County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Almost half a million mail-in ballots were requested by Maryland voters, and this was the first full day that those ballots were counted. The sound of the machine used to open the mail-in ballots punctuates the process at the primary election ballot counting site in Germantown. Gilberto Zelaya with the Montgomery County Board of Elections says the hope is to get through 13,000 today. We're going to the post office twice a day to go pick up USPS correspondence, so every day is a new number. There are observers, some from campaigns, all around the room. It's transparency. is democracy in action. They're a part of the process. Ballots will be counted through the final canvas date of July 29th. In Germantown, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Phase two of the Metro Silver Line project can't afford any more delays. That's the word from local leaders as they closely monitor the expanded budget. I want to make certain that this is absolutely the last payment related to the capital construction of this project. While the chairman of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors says he understands the complexities involved in phase two of the Silver Line project, he says people are frustrated with the wait. The delays that we've had to date have not been, in my opinion, uh, justified. He is remaining hopeful that officials will meet the fall opening plan for six new stations in Virginia, including at Dulles International Airport, after agreeing to an additional $250 million to the project's budget on Wednesday. Metro says they've already started training new station managers and are expecting hundreds of jobs to be added. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. It is right now in some parts of the area approaching 90 degrees still. When it's this hot, it's important to plan ahead. That means more than having water and sunscreen. It means checking out your car to prevent problems, too. Regina Ali with AAA Mid-Atlantic says it's important for drivers to note. The heat can kill a battery just as quickly, if not quicker, than the cold weather. So if your car battery is three to five years old, it's particularly susceptible to be impacted by extreme temperatures. So you want to make sure that your battery is in good shape. And remember those tires as well. Driving on underinflated tires can not only cause them to overheat, it can increase the likelihood of a blowout. Drivers should also remember to check that all vehicle fluids are at good levels, motor oil, transmission, power steering, and brake fluids. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Find more tips for weathering the heat at WTOP.com. And coming up after traffic and weather, one of the January 6th panel members says eyes will be opened tonight. We'll talk about the hearing kicking off next hour with ABC News political director Rick Klein, who says it's all about Donald Trump and has been all along. It's 7.07. At MedStar Health, we're dedicated to bringing you the latest breakthroughs, such as robotic cardiac surgery, a minimally invasive procedure performed with robotic instruments through tiny chest incisions. Offering a faster recovery and enhanced safety, this is just the latest innovation offered by our nationally recognized cardiac surgery program at MedStar Washington Hospital Center. To learn more, visit medstarhealth.org slash heartrobotics. That's medstarhealth.org slash heartrobotics. In the wee hours of the night, when everyone else is fast asleep, 
you're the one on third shift, burning the midnight oil. When a part fails and everything comes to a grinding halt, regardless of what the clock on the wall says, you leap into action. Granger is with you and 